BBQ&A time. My name is Steve Sutton with Pitmaster Gary Lee Park. He is the man to talk to about barbecue oh, from G's Slow Smoked Barbecue, Northeast Florida's uh, a jewel of Northeast Florida, if you will. Um, you are the Pitmaster, and yes. we spend a lot of time talking about uh, preparing different types of protein. Right. I'm gonna put some. I'm gonna put you. Uh, this is a, this is one I'm dropping on you. I'm surprising you with. <laughs> I want to talk about fish. Okay. Because a lot of people think fish's got to get cooked in a pan. Right. Which you know what? It's a fine way to cook fish. Right. People have done it forever. Right. But before there was cast iron pans. Yeah. You were you cooking mean like them. in a skillet or something. Yeah. Right. But I'm talking about before that. Right. What were you doing? You were cooking it over yeah. open fire. Yeah. And there's a lot of different ways to screw up fish. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And and this is basically me asking you pointers right. for when it's time for me to cook on like on my smoker. Uh, pellet smoker. Right, right. How are we going to handle fish? Well, because what, everybody loves it. Yeah. And it is, since this is Florida barbecue. Right. And you're putting Florida barbecue on the map. Yeah. You can't leave fish out of the equation. No. You know, a lot, of, a lot of places right. won't even think about it. But, I mean, right. it's, let's face it, the water's right over there. <laughs> yeah, it's not far. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, though, Steve, the one thing, I love fish. I know you do as well, mm-hmm. especially you're, you're from uh, Maryland area, mm-hmm. so it's Chesapeake Bay, oysters, fish, all that good stuff. Yeah. So, for us, no different here in Florida. I mean, we got water literally minutes from us, whether it be the ocean 20, 30 minutes from us or the creek right down the road. But for me, the one thing I'll, I'll just start off with and say this first is I don't cook fish on my smokers or my cookers that I cook my barbecue on right okay um i do have some outside in it, and what i'm referring to there is my main smokers here at the restaurant right i, I don't throw on a on a you know piece of catfish or a trout or something or salmon well and there, smoke it there is there is the fishy smell that's right and it you, right. you can't it, it's I, almost like a cross-contamination I, you I, don't want to right i truly believe that i like to keep those separated i mean yeah. honestly but as far as getting back to your question my favorite way and preferred method is because i do cook i have a cooker as you know big smoker on the patio mm-hmm. and i will cook fish on that one right along with other stuff um big offset smoker on that on, on the patio so i like i don't know never cook it on the grate i actually cook it in like in a foil pan okay so i'll take the fillets now obviously there's a bunch of different styles of fish i think the last time i did one was a uh, matter of fact was for bernard we did a party on the patio for bernard our guest that mm-hmm. we had a few episodes ago um, from just a pinch and um i believe if i'm not mistaken it may have been i don't remember if it was salmon or i hate to even say it but you know mahi mahi i can't remember mm-hmm. to be honest but i take those fillets and i put them in the pan now obviously there's a pile of different seasonings you can do as well as you know right well where old bay's one of the good ones for it when it comes to seafood and stuff like that but um i normally do it in the pan fillets with butter um, maybe a little bit of um, um, olive oil may coat it with and I'll put whatever dry I, even, I put dry rub on it mm. and it may be a seasoning to a seafood seasoning depending on what I've got here at the time right you know sometimes it's kind of a makeshift I'll throw something together it might be even something where I include top it off with my, my Texas pecan rub as mm. well and then I just smoke it but you know the thing with fish too is you don't want to overcook it's the same way you know um, with, with anything else you definitely don't want to overcook it when it gets too dry um, you want it still have the moisture, but you want it done as well. <laughs> right, and and a lot. I th- I think 
Uh, another way, another way that I've tried it, and I've really had a lot of success with it, is uh, cooking it on the cedar planks. On cedar planks, yeah. You know, and and let right. it cook that way and get some of the flavor out of the out of the wood too. Did you and do that on a pellet grill, or did you do it more on the direct? I did it on a pellet grill. Okay, and it came out real well. Okay. I mean, again, with with the temperature range that you you might be looking for, you can go, you can cook fish pretty much any way, right? You know, right? But you can get the pellet grill up to about five hundred degrees. Oh yeah, and and cook it real quickly, or yep. you can put it at two twenty five and let it sit for a while, yeah, and let I that think, fish think about what it did. Right, I, I know. Right, I think <laughs> I think on my my patio offset smoker, um, which is a, a big a Lang smoker, mm. um, it's a nice it's a nice cooker. Um, I believe I like to cook it at around 250, 275. Yeah. You know, and I put it on the hot end. And what I mean by that is I put it on the same end as the firebox is on. Mm-hmm. That plate, it is a reverse flow. So that plate gets a, a, quite a bit hotter down there on that side. Right. So, and that's where sometimes, too, if I was doing chicken, for example, and you know, my small one in competition or something. That's where I would put my stuff. Mm-hmm. I want to cook a little bit hotter too, as well. And again, your methods of cooking are going to vary between what you have to cook on. Yes. You know, uh, one of the things I really liked about Big Green Egg was uh, oh, I could, I could, you can get 600 degree heat out of that yeah. thing in no time. That's a very versatile cooker. And you know, when you want to uh, sear a steak, that's perfect. But my favorite thing to do is with those big diver scallops and cook those in a in a little pan there's uh <coughs> there there's pans available okay. that are perforated right there are holes in them oh, you hit man. them once with a little bit of a nonstick and then you season your scallops however you want and they are perfect oh my gosh to cook on there i'm ready to go eat i'm hungry steve well, i am too but, have uh, lunch after this. <laughs> yeah how long is this one gonna last i know right but um i i've seen so many things that are that make it easier to cook fish right. on a grill. Right. Uh, there's all kind of baskets. Oh man! And yeah. and they they really have opened up the world to making fish as much a part of barbecue. Yep. You know what's your flavor? Right. You know there's a I, one of the things I was stunned to find in uh, in uh, in Decatur, Alabama, hmm. was old school Maryland rockfish. Really. Striped bass. Really. Which is a state fish of the state of Maryland, if you didn't know that. It is? Yeah. Now, when you say rockfish, striped bass? Yeah, striped bass is, is a rockfish. Okay. And yeah. and I was shocked to find it in Alabama. Wow. I forgot how dang fishy it was. But yeah. it was good. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. But, but there's, again, you know, you have baskets and pans and different things, accessories that you can have. So you don't have to completely segregate. Now, I wouldn't go cook fish right. and then throw chicken on the same grill. Right. You know, right after you get done cooking the fish. Right. You know, I mean, yeah. at least you want to scrape it down and burn some of the fish smell off it. You know, an- yes, another option on that, Steve, that's a good point, is that, you know, especially like the Weber. Mm-hmm. They're so inexpensive. You can you can have several different. Grates. You can have two fish grate. Yeah, and you grate. can even have two different smokers at two different temperatures. You sure could. It's not like you're breaking the bank on them. No. And again, no. there is a ton of versatility, and there's a ton of videos out there too. Oh my gosh. I've, the tutorial part. I think you know there's a lot of bad things on YouTube and TikTok, whatever your platform is. There's a lot of bad things out there. Oh yeah. But as far as getting tutorial stuff. And learning how to do something. There's a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of real good stuff. Right. I that, think there's more good than bad, but there's some bad stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, I don't know if it's for, I don't know if it's for fun or what they're doing. Well, that's that's for another episode. Maybe for a whole different podcast getting away from barbecue. But the the, the seafood aspect again is cool. You can you can cook oysters on a on a grill. Right. You know, you no. leave them in, you, you keep them in their little their little houses. 
and just you know, let them go. Yeah. Pop those bad boys open. I did the same. And they're I, tasty. Speaking of that, when I was in Green Cove, when we had our, our one of our places in Green Cove, you know, I, you remember when we was on Walnut Street? Mm -hmm. Did you ever make it to there? Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, you gave had, me my own seat at the corner of the bar. That's right. That's yeah, I did. Yeah. You're exactly right. Then he got me liquored up, and I never left. Right. So yeah, you, you had to you had to close the place and just I, leave me and, in there. And I still ain't got rid of him. He's still here. So. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, speaking of that. Uh, Todd, my, our, my, my U.S. food rep, he brought us some, what are those, prongs? Yeah, the, prongs. The, 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 the pr yeah, yeah, I mean. They're like a big lobster tail. Right. These were, I mean, they're big. So he brought a couple in, and I had, remember I had the Weber grill out there. It was yep. that copper color one. It was mm -hmm. kind of a special edition. And he brought them in. I said, you know what, I'm going to do something with those. So I fired up the grill just like normal and laid them on a, uh, a rack. You, hit, you can write what you can pick up yeah. and move, which are great for cooking them, a lot of stuff on chicken wings. Right. Anything you want to pick up. But it doesn't matter. Ribs, it's something, though, you don't have to lay flat on the rack. That's another good accessory. I don't know if we talked about that in one of our episodes or not. But anyway, with cooking racks. Mm -hmm. But I took those prongs and I basically split them. And kind of laid them open so you had that white meat. Left the, the shell and all. And obviously seasoned them up. Took some butter. I think it might have been olive oil. Maybe some seasoning. And then butter, and then I grilled them. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Delicious. I remember, uh, am, am I mistaken? Because I seem to recall that on uh, on Walnut Street, you'd have right. that copper kettle out there. Yep, yep. And you, and you just use it to stink up the street. I did. I did. I'd stink up the neighborhood. <laughs> the whole neighborhood. Uh, and I was hoping the wind was blowing. I was blowing. At that time, it would have been blowing east and west. So I was hoping yeah. it was blowing. Well, get down, to, get down to Highway 17, <laughs> and then everybody goes... Right. What's going on over right. there? That's right. like a turn. You know, oh. I think I tell you, I, I love that location as far as the you know, the, the the atmosphere and the setting of it. The yeah. old building, it just man, it just was. It was just no parking. It's t well, it's it was tough. tough. It was because tough. I mean, it's the one of the, one of the biggest things. You know, it's not like you can cook in in the no. space of a food truck. No, you need sure. to have a, a substantial kitchen, not just for prep, right? But also, you know. Have, where are you going to put the smokers? Well, how are you going to cook all this stuff? That's exactly Then right. where are you going to get it ready to be served and then sent out? So, I mean, logistically, you know, there's there's a lot of very cool restaurants and restaurateurs and small places that do some amazing things. Oh, man. But it's it's not easy. No, it's not easy. Know. And just even, the, even our location here... Um, not to get off on, on the subject too much, but but even our location here on at 1282 Blending Boulevard in Orange Park, you know, uh, I love the building. It's got it's a lot bigger than we've always had mm -hmm. or ever had in any other locations. Um, but you know, getting in and out is tough. If I'm being honest, yeah, the ingress egress is is tough. Well, it's a busy road. And it's busy. You know, Blending is a busy busy road. Um, but you know, it's one of them things that. And we all do it. We're human. I know you do it. I do it all the time. You go past a location, you're hungry for something. You see it, but you go by it, and you're like, ugh. I'll, right. I'm going to run on down to get something else, you know. And it's no different here, um, much as I hate it, but it is what it is. So I'm making the best of it. So, yeah. You know, especially I get my bikini club open. And Easy, man. <laughs> we, you know what? You don't want people waiting outside, just, you know, clogging up for regular barbecue customers. You know, get you a couple of preverts out there that are, you know. Want, right. want to come in and see a show. It's like, no, right. no, no, you always got to go well, away. Well, you know, I am excited uh, about, about trying to get trivia going and some bingo and stuff. There's, a, there's a lot of cool things that, uh, that, that you can do here because of the, the physical space yeah. That's, yeah. that's available here. People don't realize it, and they walk in. I've had numerous customers walk in 
and uh, the first timers and they come in because the front of it is kind of deceiving a little bit when you see it yeah. blanding when you walk up but when you walk in you realize oh wow okay and look left you straight and i said well first time you're here let's walk to the back and they're like oh my gosh yeah so it's, it's kind of overwhelming it's very deceiving from the exterior so well that's one of the things that i've noticed about pretty much any barbecue place you cannot judge it by what it looks like right on the outside one of those one of the ones that that here in jacksonville and a lot of old timers are going to remember this one is uh is the old is the pig, pig on yeah. normandy boulevard yep because it was there. in kind of a strip mall yep but at the same time, it didn't look like what you would put in your head as what a barbecue restaurant should look now, like. You know, it's still there. Have you been to it recently? I haven't been recently. It's, it's had a facelift. Yeah. Yeah. It's still next to, I believe, the, was it Big Chief Tire? Or, or yeah, it's I, right up the street I, I from think it. Or somewhere right there. Yeah, it is um, right next to in it. In that same little strip area, but it's had a facelift. So I mm-hmm. remember I went there, maybe it was last year sometime. I went, my brother was in the area doing something with him, and, and we went there and grabbed a bite. So, yeah. But there again, never ever judge a barbecue place by what you think it should look like when you drive by, <laughs> and and that's part of the fun of road trips. I, I you know, is one of my favorite things to do. Mine too. And and you know, I, I think when you, when you see a place that is is bold enough and brave enough to once in a while go out on a limb and offer things like some sort of seafood, right. some kind, you know, right. shrimp cooking it one way or the other, because you can barbecue, you can barbecue some ferocious shrimp. Oh, yeah. You just have to, it cooks quick. Yep. That's the that's yep. the thing you got to remember about shellfish and things like that. Yep. Regular old fish, again, you need to sit on top of it, but it's not going to take long for it to cook. Right. And once again, we we, that, we spoke about tutorials. Right. And these the people that really, really are into it, and they're going to show you the kind of rubs and stuff that you should use. I mean, that pecan rub, let me tell you something. Oh, you talk man. about that Texas pecan rub? Yeah. I had it on my Cheerios this morning. Wow, yeah. It's good. <laughs> it's good. You know, you know that, that that's the thing. Just because a lot of folks, speaking of rubs and, and some, they, just because you, it's a barbecue rub technically, what they call it, doesn't mean you can't use it on other things. Yeah. Your I eggs mean, and stuff like that and, and fish, shrimp, whatever. Now, it's a very versatile rub for me. One of the things I really like, and this is what a lot of people uh, don't even don't even think about. If you're going to grill fish, you're going to use those baskets. You can get kind of crazy with, oh, uh, yeah. with uh, applying it. Stuff like Mrs. Dash. Oh, man. You know, no Mrs. salt. Dash quite a bit, yeah. And, and it, I mean, it does it. It'll put you on time. Right. You can sprinkle the heck out of it. I mean, if you're, yep. the nice thing about if you if you are cooking outside, you can be a little, oh, a little more free. That's a little, right. <laughs> a little less reckless as far as the, the cleanliness side goes. But you know what? Usually in the end, after everything's said and done, it tastes pretty good, Steve. Yeah. It's pretty good. Another versatile seasoning rub I like to use is Old Bay seasoning. Yeah. Old Bay, I'll mix that right in there with the fish along with some pecan rub on top. You got the taste of the, the Old Bay, which I love. I know you do. Yeah. Um, and then you got the taste of the, the sweetness of some of the pecan rub that we use. And, and it's very versatile. Mix it up. And we use it in our chicken rub with the Miss Dash because, you know, Miss Dash has every, about everything in it. And it's pretty good. And you know? One of the things too, you were you know we're talking about events that are coming up here at uh, at G's yeah. in Orange Park. And one of the things that you do better than anybody else that I've ever seen is one of my favorite things in the world, <laughs> and that's a fish fry. Oh yeah, you 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 can't beat it. Right. I mean, and right. I don't care whether you whether what right. kind of fish you pick. Right. Because most of it, it's a real nice mild white fillet type fish. Yeah. 
It's usually catfish. We actually use the uh, the catfish from uh, it's and, and a lot of, a lot of the catfish you get now is farm raised. I mean, most of it is. I, I, believe. I don't have. I'd love to go out and catch it all and shit, but I but I, I don't. I can't. Yeah. But it is farm raised. But it is from. I think it's from North Carolina. Yeah. Actually, man, is it delicious? And My, yeah, it, it's it's a real clean taste, and a lot of people go Ugh, catfish. Oh no. You it's, wouldn't know it if no, people didn't tell you it was catfish. No, my wife Dana, uh, that's her favorite fish to eat. If it's long, I mean, obviously if it's cooked right. Mm. But what we do it here, man, it's delicious. That, like you said, we'll try to do some hush puppies. We'll do a little thing of coleslaw. You do French maybe fries. Some French fries. Yeah. Throw some French fries in there, and that's a meal. And one of the we, you, the reason I got on that was because you mentioned Old Bay, and one of the things you can do with Old Bay oh, is you put it in whatever Ooh. you dredge it, you dredge your fish in, whether it's flour, whether the it's cornmeal. Yes. You yes. know, I know some people that uh, that will take fish fillet and they'll they'll bread them in uh, in grits. Oh man! And and drop them that way. I love grits. So. And and I mean, it's the it's it's the best of both worlds. Yeah, and it's creative as all get out. Yeah, it's no different than when you pull the fries right out of the hot oil, mm-hmm. take that Old Bay seasoning. And just dust them. Put it right on there. Put them right on there. That's, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, there's a place up in uh, San Marco in the Miramar area called uh, Players Grill. Oh, yeah. And they got brand new owners that came in there and changed everything around. And what they do is they have, they call them crab fries. Oh, man. And they take those crinkle cut fries the minute they're out of the oil, mm-hmm. give them a little little dust with the with the Old Bay. Really? And they serve it with a jalapeno cheese sauce. Wow. Is and, that good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my way of saying yes. Yes, doing, indeed, it you're is. You're actually doing a few things there with them. Aren't yeah, you? we play trivia on Tuesday yeah, nights, nice. and it's it's a nice little neighborhood place. Okay, that uh, that you know one of those one of those local owned by a small you know mom and pop. It's not owned by a big corporation. Right. You know that's yeah. you know that's got a that's got a mighty towered twenty seven story building off somewhere right, right and you know they think they know how how to make stuff yeah, like French fries with crab fries or you know for that for that matter barbecue. Right, right. You know, you know, I went, we went, as you know, uh, we went to dinner the other night. Dana and I would, was over in uh, Riverside, mm-hmm. Abigail. You recommended the... Uh, blue... Uh, the, the blue... Yeah, it? it's the, it's uh, it's blue fish. Blue fish, blue yeah. fish. And, you know, we, we said, yeah, well, I've been there years ago, and she had never been there. So we went in and blue fish, and they had a, a thing, called, I think it was called Nantucket Halibut. Thing, which I ended up getting. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good, man. Yeah. It was the halibut with, with jasmine rice, and I think it had mussels around it in the in the shell, so obviously it would cook. I just mixed it all together. It was pretty good, man. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that. So well, I, I, that. I, I wanted to do this episode because there, you know, you, when when you start thinking about barbecue, no matter a lot of places, fish right. doesn't even come. Fish and seafood don't come into right. it. But as it's Florida barbecue, it's a big part of what we do. Yeah. And it should be a, a big part of kind of a profile that right. maybe you don't necessarily serve in the restaurant, but maybe right. you do it in the backyard. Yeah. And that's one of you the know. things, Steve, I'm going to try to incorporate a little bit more. You know, I got some things in the works. As you know, I won't let the cat out of the bag yet, but um, those are some things. I'm trying to get in line for the near future as far as more more uh, what I call catfish fry or fish fries on mm-hmm. the patio and low country bowls. Yeah. You know, not many Another, people. I don't know if anybody does those. No, not here. No. 
I was I had the opportunity to talk with uh, with a, with a group of friends, and uh, they were they were talking about a uh, uh, somebody doing a low country boil in their backyard. And right. It's like ah, people just don't do that enough. Nope, nope. And it's like no, they don't because a lot of people don't know how to do it. Right. You know, it's a staging thing. It is, and it's as much a part of a Florida lifestyle as yep. it is up and down through the Carolinas and sure. Georgia. Sure. People love it; they just don't do it. Right. And I guarantee you, low country boil comes to G's. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to shut down that bumper lane on that road out there and just, you know. <laughs> we'll have to get Clay County out there to, to direct traffic. You know what we'll do? I think this is going to be a great idea. I don't know if it's going to liability on this or anything. We'll get folks to park up there where the old food line used to be, up, uh, up by the church parking lot. Yep. You know, and then we'll get one of those pedal pub buses, <laughs> you know, where they pedal it over and there's like 10 or 12 people on it. Right, right. And, and they're they just, just pedal as, over. They're just as tapped up as Hogan's ghost. And <laughs> you know, by the time they get over here, they're ready to go. You don't even need an Uber. No. It's called Goober. Yeah. <laughs> Easy now. Because you're going to be coming up with some ideas that somebody's going to steal. Right. Yeah. But, you know, again, low country balls, it's, it's just not done. No, and no. I, I'm. I, I don't want to make it seem as though I'm casting aspersions on restaurants that are opening up, but one of the big things, and it kind of irritates me because it mm-hmm. takes away from what the real flavor of a low country boil is. Right. There are a lot of what I call boil and bag seafood restaurants. Right, right. Yep. And, you know, where they basically think if you throw it in one of those bags and steam drop it, it down, yep. and it's not even steam. There's a difference between boil sure and steam. How they're even cooking them. Well, the thing is, everything in the bag gets cooked at the same temperature for the same amount of time. Right. And oh, that's not you. how it I works. You. No, you know, there's stage work that goes along to a low country boil yeah, that makes it that you got to know what you're doing. Right. And and your friend Tony. Yeah. Let me tell you. Yep. That woman knows what time it is. Oh yeah. He got he's got a little bit of the Bayou blood in him. He does. He does. He's, you know. Uh, he's uh, he's the kind of guy that if he makes a jambalaya, he will spit in it. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> it's just what you do. But, yeah. No. I, I I definitely depend on talking about Tony uh, Bones is his nickname. Uh, Good, good friend of mine. We we met during competition barbecue, mm-hmm. first time ever at the VFW Middleburgs when I met him. I'm still great friends to this day. I actually saw him not long ago, but yeah, I always look forward when doing low country bowls. Um, he's one of my go-to guys. Oh he's yeah, he's got the bags because you know it, you're right. It's uh, you know uh, your, your potatoes take longer. Yeah, the corn takes a little bit longer. Right. Um, you know the shrimp don't take but a few minutes. That's the mistake um, most people right, make because right. they dump a shrimp in there That's, with the corn and it's like, no, all right, you killed the shrimp. Your, your sausage takes a little longer, and you're if you if you're doing crabs, you know we we do them occasionally, but we also do a lot of crawfish. Yeah. So, but 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 the shrimp is the last thing. It's literally minutes. They turn pink. You need to get them out. And the cool thing with the way we do it here sometimes is that we use bag system mm-hmm. now now since then you know i bought a big steamer an actual steamer made in the carolinas or maybe this one was in georgia but um but you're right whether you do the bags or the big thing there's still a way you have to you can separate them or you just start them soon like you said it's a timing game too yeah it's all about timing putting what in first takes longest get it right and you throw the other stuff in right and the last thing is your and yeah so it's all about timing um, and it is definitely a process. So, what do you prefer, shrimp or uh, mud bugs? Uh, shrimp. Yeah. Yeah. You, you are you aren't about the uh, pinch, twist, and suck. No, or, I eat them. I eat them, but you know, a lot of people open them up and suck their heads out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you went to the wrong end. <laughs> right. You right. Know. Right. No, I, I will eat them. Um, but when it comes to it, I, I just prefer shrimp. You know, over that. So, yeah. Yeah. But again, it's one of those cool things. It'll. It'll. It's coming. 
Yes, it's, it's coming. coming. It's you coming. Know. I mean, well, you know, today we were talking about it when we got here to set up for this uh, for this show. We're talking about how <laughs> hot it was outside. Oh, it wasn't even 11 o'clock in the morning. Oh. It was already in the upper 80s. Yeah. And you could slice the air with a yeah. butter knife. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, I mean, welcome to Florida. Right. That's what's going to happen. It was just like yesterday, uh, Steve, we, we went and got some dinner talking to some uh, friends with my wife and her daughter and her couple and her, her future daughter-in-law and then a, one of our good friends that's getting married uh, probably within a year or so. We was down there eating some dinner and right when we walked out, we looked out, man. You could see the the clouds were just black. Yeah. We're looking toward like Middleburg and out west a little bit from yeah. where we were. Within minutes, we got in a car and it just started coming down. Yeah. And unfortunately, Lex is one of the gals that left there. She got sideswiped mm. in the Middleburg. It was so bad. And then we, as you saw, I don't know if you saw the picture. Uh, I didn't know about it till a little while ago. We lost one of our big trees in the back. Yeah. That, it was it was it was that quick and bad of a storm. Yeah. It was like a mini. I don't they, know if they, mini twisters. They, they blow up around here real oh, quick in a hurry. And downbursts are yes. a real thing, especially and, with this heat. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was crazy. But definitely keep keep an eye on the. You know, you need to do right now. There's some uh, Facebook uh-huh. live episodes yeah. up on the uh, G Slow Smoke Barbecue Facebook page. Uh, podcasts, of course, served up wherever the finer podcasts are right. served up. Yeah, and uh, we talk about anything and everything. If you've got a topic you'd like for us to address, yeah, on G's BBQ and A, just go to the Facebook page. You know, like the Facebook page, send Gary a message, say, "Look, y'all run your mouths about everything under the sun. <laughs> you want to talk about this? Right. Well, sure. That's what it's all about. Hope you were able to learn something about cooking fish, or just hear about how good Low Country boils are and fish fries work. <laughs> That's kind of what we do too. G's BBQ and A always." where better podcasts are served. And of course, stop by the Facebook page, G Slow Smoked Barbecue, putting North Florida barbecue, putting Florida barbecue on the map from North Florida. We'll catch you all next time.